Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and today it is such a special day because I am joined by one, two, three of my very, very good close friends, but I'm going to start with my co-host, my brother from the South, not only the South to Florida, but my South to Australia, Aussie Dave, how are you, man? Dude, I'm cold. No, I'm chilly. You know, it's no, freezing. it's not freezing, but it, it has taken a little bit of a turn down here, okay? Like, it's like... 49 degrees right now like it is not pleasant at all uh by any stretch of the imagination and it happened real fast like it's not even like a nice gradual cool down or like it it happened in the space of two days like it was 83 degrees two days ago and it's 49 degrees outside right now and i'm not enjoying it i've got i've got my my uh thor and uh and loki hoodie on yeah very fun. Um, and I've got, I've even went and found my slippers. Okay. I've got slippers on people. Like I don't own them for ver- for much use. They, they're more like, they're more for show than anything else a lot of the time. And they're getting used right now. So I'm upset. Can I talk to you just really quickly about something that's weird? I've talked about on Patreon before. I can only record barefoot. No, that's not true. No, it's not that you can weird. only record barefoot. You have you have the capability <laughs> as a human to press the record button with shoes on. That's not you, that you can't. Well, it's that you don't. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, that's true. Well, I'm going to go ahead and bring yeah, in our other who also today record without random pieces of clothing on, and we'll let you figure out what clothing I, I, those pieces are. I know for a fact. I know for a fact that this person, who is a part of the DDP Today community as far as podcasting, she's the host of DDP Today News with Kat, Kat Dupree. Uh, I am so excited to see you here today, and we are going to have a blast uh, with our topic. How are you? I'm really good. Um, Dave, I'm right with you there, where it is very cold where I am. However... Uh, it is. <gasps> it has been snowing on and off since Saturday, no. and I do not like oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Not even the fun snow, like flurry. There's no where such it thing as stick. fun snow, so, so yeah. Not fun. Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> Moving on to look, this is super exciting for me because talking about getting into podcasts and been doing this for almost five years now, and this is the one person who really I can look at and say, This is the reason I am doing Disney <gasps> podcasting. One of my good buddies, it's been way too long to uh, we've had him on the show, chat with him. The one, the only, the incredible, the host of Two Men in the Mouse, Mr. Kevin Kessler. How are you, hey. friend? Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm super psyched to be back uh, and talking about something that like, I'm really uh, excited about. But I will say one thing. I am actually excited about the cold in Orlando right now. I'm sorry, Dave, because I am going to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party tomorrow. Oh. And it's going to be cold. And I get to, wear a, I get to wear a Christmas sweater. And I get, to, <laughs> like, I get to drink hot chocolate and have it not be weird. So There, there are... there are some pros. There are some pros. I'll give you that. But, yeah, I don't do chilly weather. I'm sorry. 
Kevin, I, we know I your totally affinity understand. for Canada. Of Do course. you go whenever it's cold like this and just walk around Canada and feel like you're kind of home in a, in a spirit, yep. even though you're not from Canada? A hundred percent. Now I am from Canada in spirit. I've never actually been to Canada, but you know <laughs> I am. I am. A, I am a Canadian at heart, and that's what I always say. I absolutely so. love it. Well, I want to get right into our topic because we are got a lot to talk about today. Uh, it is something that if you know me, you know it's very, very near and dear to my heart, as well as Dave's. It's played a huge part in his life, and we're having on Kevin and Kat to talk Disney Cruise Line, and in particular, Disney Wish, because, Dave, this is their first Disney cruise. They just got back. We're going to dive into everything, DCL, Disney Wish, their vacations, kind of do a little bit of a trip recap, but before we get into that, Dave... You know, when we look at our history, I've done 13 Disney cruises. You, you know, have been on the cruise line uh, as both passenger and as a cast member. Um, it's such a special, special uh, way to experience Disney. I always say Disney Cruise Line's Disney at its absolute best. And I hope that once we talk to Kevin and Kat, maybe they feel the same way I do. Before we get to that, give me your take, man, whenever we talk Disney Cruise Line, how important it is to you personally and, of course, you know, the journey you've had with the Disney company. What? We're, we're four minutes into episode and you want me to, like, start crying? What is this? Like, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, no, Disney Cruise Line is, is hugely important. I was recruited out of Australia to go and work for them. Um, I literally... Oh, you're from Australia? Yeah, I yeah. Tell. Uh, sorry, Kevin. <laughs> uh, must be new to the show. Yeah, that, it's kind of my niche market. Um, uh, <laughs> um, like I, Prime Minister. Prime uh, exactly. Minister. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and that is today's random S- Simpsons reference from Justin Souter. Um, no, I, I, I packed my bag. Well, where's the toilet <laughs> exactly. flush? That the other way. <laughs> um, I, I packed my bags on the other side of the world at, with a piece of paper in my hand that said I was going to some fancy place called Celebration to do training. And they told me they were going to put me up in a really fancy hotel called All Star. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. um, I, 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 it literally changed the course of my life. I, I left to do a six month contract, five month contract for the Disney cruise line was starting out in youth activities. That was m- more than 14 years ago. Like that's like, you can't, I can't talk in one episode about the importance of of Disney Cruise Line. And then uh, recently we got the opportunity, we've done a few cruises even post-COVID now, a couple of them, um, To and I got to take my girls and let them see the dream that my wife and I opened as crew members working on board. My, my daughter got to play uh, the... Oh, it goes by a different name now, but it's basically still the same. It's Who Wants to Be a Mouseketeer game show. And and she crushed it and won, like, out of the gate, like, and got a cool trophy to and a medal to acknowledge, like, her win. And, like, these these amazing moments that Disney Cruise Line has created that I now get to see both sides of. Uh, I got to sit in the chair asking the question year, years ago, and then I got to stand behind my daughter whispering answers in her ear to make sure we got that... Uh, ball across the finish line like, like it's yeah um so it's it's wonderful it's incredible and it is i will die on this hill it is disney at its best just like you said like it's an amazing experience and um and then after years of going from strength to strength and opening ships we we got an exciting time this year with a brand new cruise ship joining the fleet the Disney Wish uh, part of the new Triton class and and it opened up 
an opportunity for new cruisers uh, to come and join and see the world um, from the point of view of Disney Cruise Line. Um, and with that said, uh, I want to. I don't want to sit here and talk for the entire episode about how much I love it. We're here to here to chat to Kevin and Cat. Um, so um, I, I want to start with Kevin because Kevin, you're you've got a huge affinity with Disney for years now you've run a podcast on it and Mm -hmm. um how many disney cruises have you been on this is my my first and only one so it took you (laughs) years it took you like you've been yeah uh, when uh how do i do this um when did you buy your i assume you're a dvc member no, not no. that either. No, oh my goodness! Not. Yeah. No, I keep bringing it up to my fiance. Like, you know, it might make sense, and she's like, "It's expensive." So well, we, so is we, Disney kind of Cruise Line, but we'll get into how the outcome of that went a little bit yeah. later. Um, so it's your first cruise. Um, and what mm-hmm. made you say, "Hey, we're going on the Wish"? So uh, my fiance was turning uh, 30 and she wanted to do a cruise. And literally she was like, I really want to do a Disney cruise. So I was always kind of the person that was like, well, if I'm going to do a Disney vacation, I'm going to do the parks because that's who I am. I'm a parks guy. You know, it's who I've always been. Uh, So finally I was like, yeah, you know what? It would be nice to actually do this, to do a cruise. And I was always like, "Ah, I don't want a cruise. I don't want a cruise. Because my only other cruise I'd ever been on was a Royal Caribbean. (laughs) And I got hellaciously (laughs) sick throughout the entire thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, I don't want to do that again. But then the more I learned about it, I started watching a lot of YouTube videos because, I, you know, like once I get into like planning mode, I, I go into like planning <laughs> mode. So I watched every DCL vlogger and, 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 you know, got really Jones for it, like really, really exciting. And I was watching like all of the videos of like them building the ship and everything. So I was at max excitement and honestly, like nothing could really come. Like I didn't think that at, at this point in my Disney fandom that anything was going to reignite it the way this did. And it did. Like I am a DCL yes. person. Like, I, I, this was my, One this was us. my favorite One vacation. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've been to, you know, I mean, I live right by, I live 30 minutes from Walt Disney world, but I had gone a bunch of times, you know, before when I backed, when I lived in Jersey, this was the best vacation I've ever taken. Barn wow. It was just it was just magic All on right. the water. And magic like, on the water. I loved everything about it. I loved everything about it. Because you it, you know you're you're comp- even when you stay in the Disney resorts, like yes, you're you're still surrounded by it, but you are encapsulated right. by it on the yeah. cruise line. And it never stops. 100%. We'll get into some of the details of that in just a moment because uh, one of the cool things about this is we actually have uh, two people joining us. And Kat, you also went on your first Disney cruise. Is that correct? Yes, this was my first Disney cruise. This was not my first cruise ever. Um, back in the 90s, we did the Big Red Boat, if anybody remembers those. Um, I know Disney you must have partnered been with the Big Red Boat. about two. Sure, yeah. just say, just Four. agree. Yep, okay, good. Um, sure. Four. She said, no, no Four. come on. Are you talking to kids' yeah. clubs? What are you talking um, about, Dave? Fantastic. And for, um, really quickly, did, for yeah. those people who are listening who are like, wait, I've heard that, um, Big Red Boat was its own company that kind of worked out a licensing deal uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, and got the opportunity to have uh, Disney characters appear on their ships, similar to how we sometimes see mm, Nickelodeon and DreamWorks characters appear on some of the other uh, cruise ships um, and the two companies kind of work together and it was Disney's first real uh, step into that and then very soon after that uh, agreement happened Disney went 
oh, we can do this ourselves and started that process headed towards the magic. So we did Big Red Boat. Uh, uh, do you do other cruises before Disney Cruise Line? Yeah. So then I also went on a cruise, at least one other cruise um, with my parents on the carnival. I feel like we did other ones too, but I don't remember. And if I say something without like, if my parents call me out on it. <laughs> That's all right. You only have to answer to them. We can just lie to the rest of uh, DDP today. <laughs> Kat, have you not learned over five years, facts are, facts are optional on the show. We, we do not claim to be experts by any means. <laughs> I my don't dad, my, my memory. Dad um, my dad listens to the shows that I'm on now, and he, like, corrects me on we things. We didn't do oh, that. Oh, yeah, my mom I does, too. We didn't do that in 86. It was 88. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my dad's like yes, that Unfortunately sure. he doesn't know I do this So it's fine um, He doesn't have to comment on my life um, Okay but so it's been years Since you have done any type of cruise Yeah the last cruise I did was in 2011 Okay well yeah that's That's still in recent memory And then um, And so then the big question becomes a, a Same question for you What made you go hey we're going on Disney Wish um, kind of similar to Kevin, we were like, you know, we've done Disney parks, we, we've done Disney World, we've done Disneyland once, um, and the only reason we were hesitant on doing it, I was like ready for a cruise, like whenever, um, but the only reason we were hesitant is Eric does get motion sickness, um, so he was just nervous how he would do on a ship, um, but he was, we were like, let's try it, we did it without kids this time just because we didn't want him to be miserable and then me have to take care of an infant and a four-year-old all by myself. <laughs> so, and just to see if we liked it or not. And um, I'm, I'm glad to say that uh, I, of course, loved it. And um, Eric also enjoyed himself. <laughs> you know, it's funny, too, you say that because I think that's a big hesitation, Kev, whenever people start looking at Disney Cruise Line, or really any cruise in general, but especially Disney Cruise, because you are paying that premium for the Disney name, for the Disney quality, for the Disney service. And you don't want to get on board and feel absolutely crummy. You know, you want to be on there. And I think that can be a hesitation. You know, if you go to the parks, listen, you're not getting me on Mission Space, Kevin. There's no way. I mean, I love you to death, but, dude, even if you're like, our friendship is is impending on you getting on Mission Space, I'm like, I have had a blast over these couple That would be years a weird you. hill for me to die on, considering that I would <laughs> never get on Mission Space. <laughs> okay, so it's me <laughs> but, saying to but, both of you that our, uh, our friendship is yeah, over yeah. if you don't come with me. We would walk away from you and go to Canada and have, have a <laughs> And I would enjoy um, Mission Space. You know... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, but Kev, you know, when you're thinking about planning this and you're looking at that, I kind of saw you nodding your head. It is a weird kind of thing. You you have to take into perspective. The, it's a different planning uh, period for you for a Disney cruise than it is for a Disney vacation. You've got to take in perspective that I might not be able to handle this. So I want to ask you both, start with you, Kev. How, how did it go whenever you first get on board? Did you have a little hesitation with it since you had never been on board before? And also, how was your sailing? Was it pretty smooth? Okay, so I, um, I like I said, I watched a lot of videos on The Wish. Like, I watched, like, every vlogger there was. So I pretty much knew where to go, like, the second we got on the ship. Like, I, I kind of had it mapped out. I, I, I poured over maps. So, I mean, like, getting on the ship was 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 pretty good. I felt a little overwhelmed by it at first, like, just kind of figuring out where everything is. Once we were moving, to be honest, I 
if I ever felt it move. And I was in the front of the ship. My room was forward. Oh, my room looked out. Okay. Yeah, my room yeah. looked out over the front of the ship, uh, which, really I'll, cool, which I'll tell you a bit more about later. But um, the um, and, and we had the, we had the wristbands, those those little mm-hmm. wristbands that you get, the motion sickness wristbands. And I never felt sick even for a minute. Now this could have been. Because I had dent, so we left on a Monday. I had dental surgery on the Friday before we left. Like I thought I was going in. I thought I was going in to just get like, um, uh, like 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 antibiotics for like an infection, and they ended up being like, "Oh, you need a root canal." And I was like, "Okay, I can feel better from a root canal by Friday to Monday." So they're doing the root canal. Like, oh no, we got to pull this tooth, and like they're like ninety percent of the way through the root canal. So like I have a hollow tooth now, and so they pulled the tooth. I was in excruciating gut-wrenching, horrific pain for this entire cruise. Like, it was literally, like, counting down the minutes until I could I could take another, like, Motrin. Because, and they didn't give me, they gave me, like, Tylenol, they gave me, like, like Tylenol 3, which is, you know, like, I, mm-hmm. I, that bounces off of me, like, bullets off of Superman's chest. And, you know, it was mostly just Motrin, but I still had such a good time even though, so what we were talking about on Two Men in the Mouse this week, Pete was like, maybe you were in so much pain from your mouth that you just didn't realize. I mean, that that right there and is a recommendation. Like... You can be in excruciating pain on painkillers that aren't helping, mm-hmm. and still have a great time on your Disney cruise. <laughs> I feel like we need Kev on the next commercial. Already, we've got Magic at Sea, and we've got uh, you know. You can have a root canal and still love your no, Disney cruise. No, a tooth extraction. You can have a tooth <laughs> pulled out of your head. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's awesome. So I'll tell you a quick story, and then, Kat, I want to hear how it was for you. Because, uh, I, I, you know, we had chatted, and I knew your hesitation, especially with Eric getting motion sick. Um, so I did, uh, back in 2015, I think it was, I did a transatlantic. And I've talked about it on the podcast before, and I left Port Canaveral, ended in Dover, England, and we got up to uh, Kev's favorite place, uh, Nova Scotia, Canada. We left Heck there yeah. and did five days across the northern Atlantic to Dublin, Ireland. And for all five days, just imagine this, guys, um, we had 30 to 40-foot swells, so the water was covering the windows in the atrium. Um, you couldn't go outside on deck. They shut down the decks. Uh, it was quite interesting. They actually used um, like the, the paper cups on the tables because the glassware was tipping and breaking uh at dinner um it was for five days that straight and so it's kevin i talked to one of the officers and i think he was from from a scandinavian country and he, he yeah, like, yep, i want to say croatia um, <laughs> yeah 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 probably and he goes he goes uh i said he goes how how you doing and i said i you know i'm okay and he said let me tell you something stop drinking water drink more whiskey I said, what? He goes, it will dehydrate you, and you will not be sick. And I was like, I think we're built differently, you and I. You're six foot five. I'm five foot eight. I think definitely Croatia. <laughs> massive Viking telling you to whiskey it away. Definitely Croatia. <laughs> I was like, we're two completely different people, buddy, but I'll take it. I'll try it. I have okay? the beard I'll of Odin, I swear. <laughs> Drink this mead. He came yeah, with a horn, you know, horn. Uh, I've got one. <laughs> Uh, Kat, how was your cruise? How did it end up? Yeah, so we were on the cruise right after the hurricane, so water was perfect. (laughs) Not a lot of waves or anything. Um, It was weird. So I knew I would be fine motion sickness wise, um, but because I don't, I don't get motion sickness. I think like the only time I've ever like felt a little bit weird was 
like during star tours one time like because i didn't drink enough water that day or something um so but it was it's still a weird sensation after you um embark and the ship actually gets going out of port because you're like do i i felt dizzy like not sick but i was like am i actually dizzy or am i just feeling the boat move like there's a difference but and Eric was fine too. We brought Dramamine just in case. He took it on, I think, just Tuesday, which was our day at sea. Um, but like day at sea, you're, you're like, yeah, you're moving, but you're like crawling. So, so he was he did was you do fine. Do you do the four day also? Yes. So there must have been that that little bit of a storm in the middle of the two of you, and then shortly thereafter, Cat went out. That's awesome. Um, yeah, like and uh, so as you head out through uh, the headlands off the coast, yeah, you will as the boat kind of finds its keel, and uh, you will sometimes feel a little bit of movement. But I mean, one of the beautiful things about the Bahamas uh, and the Caribbean is, unless there is a, literally a storm on top of you, it's pretty calm. It's it's renowned for being that way. Um, the, yeah, that you go other places in the world. Yes, you're gonna get some big swells. I've I got caught in a couple of storms over uh, the five years that I worked on ships, and I am happy to tell those stories on another occasion. But I do want to press on um, because after watching YouTube videos and uh, and exploring and uh, having some hesitations and all of that, uh, the day comes you get to arrive at Port Canaveral. Um, boarding the cruise ship is an experience. Um, it's one of those ones that fills you with joy and that you get to look back on. Um, it can, there, there's uh, sometimes a few extra steps to it. Um, Kat, talk us through getting on board. So we were actually in Disney World for a couple of days before um, we went on our cruise. So that was really simple. They just picked us up at our resort. We were at the Polynesian. Um, so we met in the lobby. We checked in with the Disney Cruise Line person and she was like, you can just hang around here for 15 minutes, but make sure you're back at this time because you're going to board the board the bus then. And so we boarded the bus. We stopped at Grand Floridian and then um, Fort Wilderness. No. Oh my gosh. Wilderness Lodge. Wilderness Lodge. There we go. <laughs> I was like, why am I forgetting? Um, and then we headed to Port Canaveral. They played. Cat, was there a video? Was there a video on the crew on the on the bus? There was. Well, kind of. So they they did what um, Tragical Express did and like mm. showed you cartoons and like had trivia and stuff. So okay. Um, you know, drove. Um, but because we were resort people, um, we were actually the first group to board. One of the first groups to board. Um. I will say the thing I was most nervous about was I was still nursing and pumping at the same time. And so I had breast milk and um, fro- and semi-frozen ice packs that I was just like nervous about getting into the room so I could like put them back in the fridge. Um, everything worked out fine, but that was like the thing I was most nervous about. But getting on the ship, um, the line like moved very quickly. Um, we bought the photo package, so I of course had to get the little green screen photo and then the other photo and then we went in. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, and then you go in, they announce your name. I was kind of expecting a more to do with the name announcement just from some of the videos I saw, but um, after I like, how I saw how efficient they were of getting everybody in, I was like, this makes more sense. I must have just created something else in my mind. But yeah, then we just explored the ship. My favorite part was um, it's a small world nursery. 
the cutest thing. I mean, I was like, I could spend all day in here. If I become a cruise ship worker, yeah. I need to work in you, this small you know, industry. You know it's not for you, right? It's <laughs> That's not the space for you to hang out in. But this is... <laughs> It's my, it's my field of work, so yep. I could right. I could excel in All right. there. <laughs> All right, um, Kevin. But yeah, Kevin um, headed out to the cruise ship. Um, that, that boarding process for you similarly smooth or very smooth? Yeah, um, you know we we drove in, so we got there. Uh, my brother in law had a had a, a time before us because I guess he like checked in earlier. So we kind of like hung out in the car while he went in in the parking garage. And yeah, we went in. We we sat in the in the terminal for a little bit. I got to kind of explore and film around there a little bit. We walked uh, through, and I love that like gateway that 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 hidden Mickey gateway that they have there. It was so neat to walk through. And yes. we also we also got the photo package, so we did the the pictures there as well. Uh, and and you know walking in the atrium, like I was just struck by like how beautiful it was. The chandelier is just absolutely gorgeous. They had this Halloween tree with all the pumpkins on it. And then of course, you know, immediately had to do the open. And like, I walk in the first person I see is Belle. You know, just like, chilling. I see Belle up on walking the- around doing a thing. Yeah. She's, she's like up on the balcony above the little stage. Goofy's walking through and I'm like, Oh my, this yeah. is amazing. And then you know, the first thing we did since it was open house and you could explore the kids clubs, uh, we had to go down the Right. Side. Well, and I mean, Kat, you did that too, right? You had to have gone down the side. We didn't. What? I know. It's iconic of the wish. So We meant to. You know what? We meant to, and we just never... There's so many uh, things to do. I I don't know. It's just there's too much. Yes. Yes, I know. We understand. Um, We'll make you feel bad, but then we'll give you a way out as well. So... My fiancé goes down the slide first, and then I go down after her, and I get out, and I see she's like enamored with these hand washing that are like right it's there. Yes, they are awesome <laughs> they were like these little chambers that you put your hands in she and you know she she works in a hospital she's a dietitian so like you know she was just like we we rolled them the out i station. worked on board the dream when they became the the new thing yeah. that was the first ship i think that they were utilized on well, mm-hmm. and do you remember too? They started yeah, in the kids and clubs. They were in kids so club. the kids clubs got them first before anyone yep. else got them around the crew. And Kev, my wife, same way. She works at the hospital, and she's like, "These are genius. Are you kidding like, me?" Like, and there's a sanitizer. When you board the wish, it, uh, in it, yeah. when, it's when you get on the wish, and Cat, I don't know if you you thought this as well. This is a ship that was built during COVID with COVID in mind. And it was it was specifically built to touch as little th- few things as possible, like and sometimes that works not so much in your favor, like the elevator if somebody stands in front of the right. Box. Oh yes, me, my bad. Okay, it was bad. <laughs> um, okay, so we yeah. we start exploring the ship, um, and um, and we have the opportunity to go and grab some food up on deck and a few of those essential mm. things, um, and then um, we finally get access to the rooms and we start to settle in. And that first night on board, um, Kevin, tell me about that first night on board, like. So we had a Cinderella themed room. We were right in the forward area. And so we got a we got a porthole room because I didn't want to spring for the veranda yet because I was like, if we like this, then then that's going to be what we do for our second cruise, which is what we're doing. Uh, so I wanted, you know, I, I was looking forward to like the big circular porthole. 
little did I realize that front of the ship rooms don't have that. Um, they the the wall is like slanted, and you've got this mm-hmm. like square porthole, and I and it doesn't look out over you know the ocean. It looks out over this deck that people are on. So I literally opened the curtain one time, looked out. Somebody on the deck waved at me. I shut the curtain, <laughs> and I was like, "We are never opening this again." <laughs> <laughs> but the no the the first night was was wonderful. Like um my fiance had cruised with Disney before so she was a silver um she was a silver castaway club member. So we got this really beautiful inaugural sailing tote bag as like a gift. Jealous. Um cats all depressed. <laughs> Don't worry. You got to go again. Now you'll be yeah, summer. You'll too. get something on your next one. It's fine. <laughs> so, so here's oh, let, let me jump in just real quick because Kev you you nailed it. It's funny how easy it is to fall in love with Disney cruises because of the characters and the dining mm-hmm. and the service and everything. But the thing that really brings you back is when they go, Oh, you did your first cruise. Well, next cruise, you're going to be a yep. silver castaway club member. And then you do two and you're like, I'm three cruises away from being <laughs> gold. And then you yep. do gold. And then you're like, I got to do four more to get platinum, you know, and you just mm-hmm. keep popping them on. Here's the thing though. Then you get that black lanyard and there's no step above, but right. Dave can't talk right now uh, because of, you know, I'm, I'm going to do a little rumor thing here. Uh, the rumor is that they are working on a another tier, which a will be 25 platinum. cruises. 25 oh cruises. So, uh, so uh, one thing that I love about the way these rooms are done, though, they split the bathrooms in two. Mm-hmm. So you've got one bathroom that has your shower and your sink, and you've got the other bathroom that's got your toilet and another sink. So, like... I thought that was a nice touch. I, I really liked that. Like, you know, it, it just, I thought it was a nice touch for the room. I've never seen anyone do that before. A couple things Disney Cruise Line really came out and, and really set the bar with with the staterooms is split bathrooms. That's one thing because they understood that unlike Carnival and unlike Royal Caribbean, you're going to have a lot more families on board. So mm-hmm. having that split bathroom allows two different people to get right at the same time. Right. Love that. Two, um, most of the rooms, unless you do an inside stateroom that has a uh, only sleeps three, um, also have a bathtub, which is huge for me. I love a nice bath. Mm-hmm. You know that. And so that's huge. Um, three, the raised beds. That was new uh, yes. for Disney Cruise Line. And that is key. I mean, Kev, you know when you get into that room that space is limited no matter what room you're in. You know, I've been in the Roy Disney Suite. Unless you're in that Roy or Walt Disney Suite, you don't got a lot of space to put your luggage right. once you unpack. And having that raised bed is key. You know, the the slanted wall actually kind of came in handy for us with that because it gave us like an extra foot of space mm, okay. in the room. So we kind of like just slid our suitcases into that little space, like between the couch and the wall. Um, one other thing I'll say um, before surrendering the floor is they had a really good like on-demand like TV. Yes. So yes. Had, like, every the, movie. And the Marvel. Every Star Wars. Marvel, every Marvel. Great. Every Disney. And we watched Goofy movie. We watched like Guardians. We watched you, Guardians you know, 2. Like we were just watching it all like, Kev, at night. You, you know that's on Disney Plus, right? <laughs> well, yeah. You but like, Plus but like when you go to one of the Disney resorts, you don't uh, have that. Yeah, I'll give much, you that. So. I'll give you that. It's funny you say that too because like I was just uh, – I was at Saratoga a couple weeks ago and I was like, how in the world – there was brand new TVs in the room. I was like, how in the world have they not implemented Disney Plus in every single room on right? the property? It's got to be coming at some point because I'm taking a Roku with me to make that work, you know, to where I can have it there. Well, it's um, an advertisement for it too. Like if you go there and you don't have Disney Plus and you experience it, you're going to be like, oh, I got to get this. 
It's easy. I, I want to you know, say it's the nothing majority for the of people it. that come and stay at a Disney resort, though, have Disney Plus. If you're throwing down on a Disney vacation, like you, you, you've you probably you, really you be shocked, shocked, Dave. You'd be shocked. I talked to a ton of people who have no Disney account set up. None. You have to set up a Disney account for them. Wow. Um, the thing too is, What's here's that the like? part, Kev. Before we jump into uh, to some to some dining, the I did five cruises, five, before I realized it was an on-demand service. We oh. did. We legitimately did a fourteen-night sailing, and I did not know there was an on-demand service on board. And wow. I, I you know what I had. My laptop with an extent. This will show. It's been a little bit with an extended DVD, you know, player on it, and then I would put in Simpsons DVDs, or you know, I took DVDs with me on board a Disney cruise. No there, idea. There was nothing better than like at the end of a night after one of the, like the Broadway style shows, you're back in the room, you put on a movie, you order some room service, and you just relax. Um, like, it, I, it's it, amazing. It really it's amazing. I'll add to it, cat, uh, for next time you're going um, on a Disney cruise. Um, that moment of where uh, the littlest one needs a nap. And one has to stay in the room. And my wife would be like, oh, I was thinking of going and lying out on deck. And I have a crazy job with lots of noise around me constantly. And I was like, you mean I get to sit completely still on a bed in a dark room and watch Winter Soldier (laughs) on low while my daughter sleeps at the far end of the room? How is this not a win for everyone involved? So that <laughs> and with with twenty four hour room service and, and, and it happens. So included. Um, Kat, touch on your room, but then I, as Justin said, we want to get into dining. Let's talk about some of those experiences. Yes, and I want to talk about dining because we had a very fun adventure the first night. But Ooh, um, that sounds fun. we. Um, we had a veranda room. Um, thank you, Justin, and Away With Me Travel. Jamie helped a lot, too. Um, so, like I said, we were worried about Eric and his mission. We were worried about Eric and his motion sickness, so Justin put us midship. Technically, it said aft, but it was definitely midship. Um, yep. And so it was, and we were right by the elevators, which at first we were a little nervous about, but it actually ended up being perfect. Um, I said, next time we want to be like similar area, like, cause you, we didn't hear a lot of people, um, or what, like a lot of commotion. What deck were you on? Seven. Seven. Excellent. So, it's oh, me it's too. one of those things where middle of the ship, um, and middle of the ship, Six, seven, uh, yeah. is, is generally considered to be the place where you'll feel the least amount of movement. So, um, yeah, uh, a Justin did really well, but I don't want to sing his praises too much. Um, and if you are looking to book a Disney cruise, you can also contact, uh, away with me travel. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, you're fine. Um, we absolutely loved the veranda. I don't think um, we would do anything else besides a veranda. I know they, they have family staterooms with verandas, and we would probably like splurge up there um, just because it was really nice to go out and just enjoy the air, like the ocean air. I'm a really big ocean person, um, and so it is – I just loved being like – hearing the waves and so i i would go out and sit for a little bit or just like stare out in the ocean one of the beautiful things about that let's talk about safety for just a moment because the the adult in you goes i want to go and sit outside and i want a veranda room and the parent in you goes oh hold on a second I have small children that like to pull on handles and walk through doors that they're not meant to. Uh, All of those doors actually come equipped with an additional um, 
a safety latch uh, up high so uh, you can actually just latch it really quickly there so that uh, even small hands can't go in and out of those doors which is yeah that's really nice Dave until you can't reach the latch as an adult and you can't get <laughs> outside step, and you have to have somebody help you okay? for these things okay put your daughter on your shoulders you, you'll be fine okay you'll get there eventually all right <laughs> but um <laughs> But anyway, so, and we also, we, um, I liked the vanity that was in the room because um, it was really nice for me to be able to have a place to mm-hmm. sit and do my makeup instead of like trying to, while like Eric showered, like trying to get the, get makeup done. So it was just nice to have that open space. Um, and I liked- That we, helped me with my guy liner on Pirate Night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then we also, I saw videos and pictures where the TV was like off to the side of the bed. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry, but our TV was smack right in front of the bed, so we were we were golden. It was really, um, it was. I knew state rooms weren't that big, but I was like, I was still kind of shocked at how small it was. But it's okay. Kevin, I learned. It's funny you say it. I learned on a Disney cruise. I have a hidden talent. I can apply guyliner better than anybody I know. Like Me Pirate Night? Yeah, that is not what this I podcast is about. You and you two and your... <laughs> but more makeup but, tips, Well, I mean, I have, ex- I have experience because for those that don't know, I'm a professional wrestler and part of my wrestling getup was always like this like swoopy guy liner. So... Can I say, I thought you were about to say you were, you did theater. That's what I was going well, for. Well, yes, yeah, so there's also... The, <laughs> no, when I did theater, I was actually terrified of eyeliner. I get that. Like, be- I'm really? still because, terrified of eyeliner. <laughs> yeah, is it just I mean, the eye thing? Yeah, I just I was so afraid I was gonna like poke my eye out with it. And at the time, it was mostly just like the pencils. But yeah, like yeah, I would. No, I was terrified. I never liked doing it. I never like trying to take it off. But then, like when I start like for wrestling, when I started doing that instead of face paint, I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm rocking this. I'm pulling this off. <laughs> Here's the thing about Disney Cruise: you worried about how rocky it is, you might get sick. It's so smooth, you can put on eyeliner on board and not have to worry. <laughs> okay, before we have any more weird, uh, you know, uh, weird admissions <laughs> happening in DDP today, let's move on to some dining. <laughs> Uh, Kat, I want to talk to a little bit about, um, you know, Disney introduced rotational dining. It's It was new when it came to the cruise line. It's really genius because you get to know, you know, your service team and, and the people working to make your trip magical. And that's that's really, really cool that they actually travel from uh, restaurant to restaurant with you because by the first and second night, they really know what you enjoy. They know what you're drinking. They know, you know, like we <laughs> I sailed with the great Rick Reagan in April and it was just the four of us, you know, no kids went. And we got all right, it's a little secret, okay? This is just four of us. Rick's gonna Rick's gonna murder me for telling us. You can get mozzarella sticks in every dining room. They're not what? on any they're not on any menu on the entire cruise ship. Right? But they have them in the uh, crew. Kevin quarters just booked another cruise. <laughs> and so everything ask, is different now. <laughs> I stepped up, Kev. I I get. I sit down to dinner the first night, and Rick Reagan goes, "Hey, we'll take a as an appetizer every single night. But whenever we get ready to sit down, we'll take a big bowl of mozzarella sticks with marinara. And every night when we sit down, Kevin, there was a massive bowl in the center of our table with mozzarella sticks and marinara. Like instantly, it was there the second we sat down." It was amazing, amazing. All this wasted time. <laughs> so, but now you get, now you get to go another. Um, so, so, uh, so I want to talk about rotational dining. One cat, 
uh, how were how how was the food overall in your experience? And also, what was your favorite restaurant that you got to experience? Because look, here's the cool part for Dave and I: we've not been on the Wish yet. Like we've tr- we've done a lot of Disney cruises, but we're learning from you guys uh, firsthand, kind of what to expect. A lot of people in the DDP community, Two Men in the Mouse, you know, they're wanting to do Disney cruises, and you know, the Wish is that new, you know, new beautiful toy that Disney Cruise Line has, and everybody wants to do it. So get into dining a little bit. How was the food in your experience? And uh, also, what was your favorite restaurant on board? So we did the late dining, which was perfect for me and Eric. Um, when you hear 8.30 dining, you're kind of like, or 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 8.30, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. You're kind of like, something like that. you're kind of like, wow, that's kind of late for a dinner. But it worked out for me and Eric. There weren't a lot of kids <laughs> like, in our, what are in our we, group. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, Eric and I, in our everyday lives, we're, we're actually usually in bed. Um, we put the girls to bed at eight o'clock and we're usually in bed like right after them. <laughs> and so, um, cause he gets, get, he gets up early for his job. I, there are some nights that I get up early and then the nights that I don't are the days that I don't have to get up early. I just don't like being downstairs by myself. So I, I just go to bed too. Um, but anyway, so we were like, oh no, that's fine. Um, they brought back a dining with strangers basically. So we got paired with two other couples, um, also childless. Uh, one couple was from, um, oh my gosh, I want to Kansas city. Um, but they were on the St. Louis side or not St. Louis side, Missouri side. (laughs) Um, and then the other couple was actually from Orlando. Um, so we started with 1923, then we did Ant-Man and the Wasp. What is that called? The Marvel? Uh, Worlds of Marvel. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we actually did Paulo on night three, um, Paulo Steakhouse. And then our last night was um, Arendelle. So I would say, oh gosh, I loved 1923. I just love the atmosphere of 1923. Um, did you sit Roy or Walt? Um. Oh gosh. Were you in the left, the room on the left, or the one on the right? I'm trying to remember. I believe it was. If you're looking at it, I believe it was the left. So I, that's Roy. Yeah, yeah. And then for lunch the next day, we went to Walt, the Walt side. We mm-hmm. went to. We did oh, the that's same cute. Thing. Yeah, that's fun. And, and then. Um, I, you just see the sketches of uh, like from, we don't know if they were actually from the archives, but like, it looked like they took stuff from the Walt Disney archives and posted them all around. Um, it was so cool just to see the history, see storyboards, see concept art. Um, and it wasn't just like from the early stuff. There was Rapunzel. There was, you know, there were, there, they were from all the movies, um, but theming-wise, I think my favorite was Arendelle. Um, theming and experience, I think it was Arendelle. Um, I literally felt like I stepped into Frozen. I, I stepped into the castle. The story is that we're celebrating Kristoff and Anna's engagement. They have singers. Um, they were amazing. So good. Uh, they were so good. They sang all the songs from Frozen. Elsa, Anna, and Kristoff joined in sometimes too, but like it was like acoustic versions of um of all the Frozen songs and we had the best seats. Like we were really nervous we were gonna like be in the back. Um because for Worlds of Marvel we didn't have great I mean I know there's like screens but like I don't know it just wasn't that great. And Arendelle was the best. Awesome. 
That, and mm. Kat, you and I have talked about the importance of music and how much, so I'm very glad for that. Uh, uh, Kevin, uh, hit me with some insights into dining quick before we move on and talk about entertainment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so um, first of all, the dining that, I mean, Marceline Market was really great. I loved breakfast at Marceline Market. I loved lunch there. Um, I also really enjoyed... Um, the Mickey and Friends Festival of Foods. Kat, did you oh, hit this up? Okay. Yes. Oh my goodness! So you got Donald's Cantina, tacos and and, and burrito bowls, oh, and I'm already on board. Daisy's Pete, and th- this is open all day because like mm-hmm. Marceline Market's only really like breakfast and lunch. This is open all day, morning to night. Um, Daisy's Pizza Pies, which I never actually tried the pizza there because I'm good. a new I'm a New Jersey person, and you know we're like <laughs> Ooh, the pizza. Um, Apple, yay or nay, Kev? You know what? I never had the pizza there. Okay, I'm, in January, you and I are going to Via Napoli. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I've only really like sat and like had a drink there. So yeah, well, let's um, go. We'll get a pizza. They've got Goofy's Grill, which is like your burgers, hot dogs, fries, bratwurst, etc. Burger there did not like it at all. I didn't like the burger, but the hot dogs were good. Chicken tenders um, were typical fare. <laughs> yeah, um, Minnie's it's ice Disney. cream, soft serve ice cream tenders. cones on demand. <laughs> and you know the one like the the self service soft serve ice cream cones. I'm I'm like the worst at like getting them. These they actually get them for you at at Minis, so you're getting a perfect cone every time. That's a new uh, COVID but, thing too. Yeah, and so the main event of this though was Mickey's backyard barbecue. Oh my goodness! Pulled pork, ribs, macaroni and cheese, kielbasa, sweet potato fries, just. Whenever you want, every sauce you could imagine, whenever you want it. it so, I went every day multiple times. So, Kev, this is a throwback to a great Disney restaurant, great Disney mm-hmm. show uh, at Fort Wilderness with Mickey's Backyard Barbecue. Oh, yeah, I, I loved the show. Um, I don't know if it's that, actually called Mickey's Backyard Barbecue or if I I'm going to roll name, with it, though. I love it, it. You know what? Facts are optional, Kev. If, it's, <laughs> if we say it's Mickey's Backyard Barbecue, it's Mickey's Backyard Barbecue. Dave, what is the place in Animal Kingdom where... Uh, everyone likes to see the monkeys. What do we call Given it? Given point. Given point. Yeah, see, we well, just we, name it. We, we just name, name it, we just and do that's it. what we I'll, call I'll go with it. That. Like, everybody knows what it is. Even if that's not its <laughs> name, that's what it is now. Like <laughs> Now, for the for the rotational dining, though, 1923 was my main event also. Like, it was it was the one I was excited for the least, and we did the same. We had the same schedule. It was 1923, Worlds of Marvel. We were going to do Enchante for my fiancé's birthday dinner, and then we ended up canceling it because she wanted to do the Pirate Night menu. Um, <clears throat> and then we closed it out with Aaron Diablo. We had the worst seats. We were actually like oh. right by the waiters station. So the waiters were always standing right in front of us, like talking to each other. And we could, but as far the music was so good. But my favorite was it closed out with this guy doing Into the Unknown on the violin. And yes. it was ridiculous. Also provides you with a character meet and greet. That you know normally like you would never get is wandering open. Amazing! You what? Yes! Awesome! Yeah, and he, and he comes around to the table. He talks to you, and like you know, I f- filmed the whole little thing where I asked him to plan our engagement party because he's like the party um, planner. That's awesome! That's really cool. And I mean yeah. that that leads yeah. me into the the thing that is truly exceptional about Disney Cruise Line. It's the thing that uh, Disney Cruise Line stamped its name on from the beginning in the mid-90s and said, we're Mm -hmm. going to do this in a way that no other cruise line can 
can fathom or even attempt to match, and that is entertainment. There is characters everywhere. Like, uh, it's it's truly an incredible experience. You think you've seen a lot of characters until you get the opportunity to do a Disney Cruise Line um, uh, experience, and then uh, on top of... <laughs> Disney Cruise Line uh, characters. Uh, there is also the entertainment offerings uh, uh, at the Walt Disney Theater and the other entertainment spaces uh, throughout the ship. Um, for those of, like uh, for those of you who are trying to find out what's going on because we're giggling, Justin is currently doing his own version of character meet and greets, complete with a Wookiee mask and Rapunzel sunglasses. That's really pretty, mate. Um, yeah. Thanks, buddy. You know, I just wanted to bring a little character yeah, to the uh, show. Yeah, you always do that. You <laughs> always do that. Cat, uh, um, little ones weren't with you on this visit. If they were told what you got to experience, just how jealous would they be of what you got to do? Well, so we did send videos um, every night. So I um, bought like the internet package so that we could FaceTime them every night. Um, and there was like one night Sophia was like really upset that we weren't home. Um, she's usually pretty good. So we, um, I was actually, um, but I, w- I was worried about her. So we sent her like little snippets of videos from every night, um, either like from the deck party or... Um, so for the Arendelle one, even though we were coming home that night, I, she loves Frozen. She loves Anna and Elsa. So I just sent her a little snippet of, um, the girl singing, oh gosh, um, the lullaby from Frozen 2. Cause she, yep. Sophia mm-hmm. will ask me to sing that every once in a while. So I was like, here, listen to this. Aunt this Aunt we can we ask you to sing it now? Lullaby. No. Yeah. Oh, we don't. Yes. Time cat. We. This is the whole reason we, we brought we, you on. Time. Uh, that's why I, I'm, I'm here. It was a big oh, plan to. On. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> we um we are recovering from the flu at our house, so no, thank All you. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but she so she would be like she just asked us like where where did we see them where on like we sent her pictures like this Elsa came and talked to us so just to get her pumped to for when we take her and Amelia on a cruise. Mm-hmm. Kev. Uh, so character wise, we did so much. So my fiance booked two experiences ahead of time. One was the princess ex- uh, experience, which was. Um, did you, you know, get bibbity bobbity uh, was... boutique for it, Kevin? Because you would have looked amazing. No. Yeah, I know. I I, I would have rocked that uh-huh. dress, but it, it was not right. my day. Uh, it was it was you met Moana, Tiana, Cinderella, Rapunzel, and Belle in one shot, and Boom. it was something to pre book. Yeah, we also we she also pre-booked the frozen meet and greet uh, that actually was in the Arendelle restaurant like in the morning of our last day. We waited like an hour in line for that. Uh, it, it was nuts, uh, but they were great. They were wonderful. And uh, so what's funny is like later we were asking somebody like uh, I stopped the cast member to ask where the Triton Lounge was, and I realized that uh, she bore a striking resemblance to Moana actually. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll leave yeah, that. Yeah. We'll kind leave of, that kind of that. interesting. Hmm. We'll just leave that there. Uh, but the, uh, the uh, oh, and um, Minnie, uh, w- you know, we were dressed as uh, Max and Roxanne from Goofy Movie for Halloween. And we had the Halloween night. So we got a picture with Goofy at Halloween. He was in his Halloween costume. We ran into Captain Minnie and Captain Mickey just walking around. So, you know, we got to talk to them and like, like have a picture with them. And we did the, now, Kat, did you do the Sanderson sisters? I was just about to ask you photo? that. Yeah. Yep. We did it too. So cool. <laughs> 
so so cool mini clarabelle cow and daisy as the sandersons was just such a halloween treat daisy but, was perfect I mean, as sarah like oh my god so perfect she, like she just kept on getting the sad like the like she was like so flirty and i was like what is happening <laughs> Uh, Disney Cruise Line kind of is a match perfectly with Disneyland with characters, too, because you see that in Disneyland with characters roaming the parks versus Disney mm-hmm. World with it being, um, you know, a little more planned and structured and all that. Uh, characters are amazing. That's a, that's a huge portion. That's another thing, too, Kev. I'm glad you talked about because you had a really interesting look at Disney Cruise Line because your fiancé is a silver castaway club and you are a first-time cruiser. You mm-hmm. were actually able to book at the 90-day mark instead yes. of the 75-day mark for first-time cruisers, which is huge. I mean, whenever we talk about cruising, every time you bump up a level, you get 15 days ahead of the ahead of the level below you, you know, to, to mm-hmm. get these hard-to-get events. So once you do your first one, now you're automatically silver, and not only do you get that awesome, you know, bag when you go back to the room and all that kind of stuff, but now you have that extra little bit of space to – to get that so it's really really cool i do want to talk really quickly about shows because disney cruise line more than any other uh cruise line out there when we talk royal caribbean norwegian carnival you know anything you want to do disney cruise line sets the bar entirely at a different level when it comes to stage production uh with what they do on board a cruise ship at sea with the ship moving taking you from one port to another is truly magical the performers are top notch some of the best these are Broadway-style Broadway performers and Broadway-style plays that you get to see while you're on board a Disney cruise. So, Kev, I want to ask you, you have this expectation. Like you said, you watched a lot of videos. You do a Disney podcast. You know, it's massively popular. People do cruises. They share their, um, their stories with your Facebook group, which if you're not a member, go right now. Join that. You know, I always say, you know, we're one of the most positive places on the Internet. Kev's group is that same way. Go join that two men in the mouse right now. Um, and make sure to be a part of there. Like, if you're a part here, you're a part there. That's just the way it is. Um, I don't think watching videos, though, Kev, is can really set you up for the first time you watch one of the stage productions on board a Disney cruise. Well, and none of none of the um, – because they don't allow you to film in there, and nobody's really, mm-hmm. like, like you know, poked the bear on that one. So I, I went in knowing nothing. So the first night, it was like, I forget what the name of it was, but it was this like Disney Mickey and Friends. Disney sees the adventure. It was so good. <laughs> Did you love it? Like when they sang Go With, so they, they, it's like Goofy piloting the ship and they're going through all these movies. When they did Go With the Flow Just from Finding Nemo the Musical, the oh, I, I almost jumped out of my seat. Do you want to know? I probably cried like three times during that show. It was so well done. When like, they did the the trio, the, there was a trio song between what was it? Was it, was it um, Merida, Merida, Elsa, Moana, and Elsa? And Moana. Yeah, mm-hmm. the three of them just singing their songs like together, and it worked. It just yes. gelled so well. And Little Mermaid was amazing. And I saw it on Broadway. I saw Little Mermaid on Broadway, and I really appreciated this production. They pare it down to about an hour, which mm-hmm. with the Little Mermaid, that's easy to do because there's not a lot going on. Um, but the they did um, like when I saw it, I saw the the original cast on Broadway for Little Mermaid, and it was Titus um, Titus from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt with Sebastian, amazing, so good. But he was dressed as a giant crab. Uh, in this one, they had puppets. 
they avenue queued it like they were hold they, they would hold the puppets and i thought that was really great scuttle sebastian flounder flotsam and jetsam all puppets and i and you know me i love puppets so like i was like enamored with it the cast was so good aladdin was great too a lot of really like in jokes from the genie and like oh meta jokes about disney um aladdin i think is a little harder to pare down to uh an hour so, you know, there was there was that. <laughs> so I um, have also seen I've seen both um, Little Mermaid and Aladdin um, Broadway across America. And mm-hmm. so I actually like the Aladdin better than the Little Mermaid, the Aladdin production on the show, like on the ship. On better, the ship? Yeah, better than the Little Mermaid. I just felt like there was um, like they pared it down, but then they also added some things, which I thought was. Kind of. They did. They added like a whole subplot to it. Yeah. Um, and even Little Mermaid, like the way that they showed the story and the love story, it was very different. It yeah. was it it wasn't so much like, oh, but daddy, I love him. It was daddy, yeah. I don't feel like a mermaid. Yeah. And I thought that was that was hitting a much different yes. note, a much different like yeah. I, and I'm like, okay, this is where they're going with the live action movie. I could already tell. Yeah. Well, and then I also felt like the Aladdin show. I don't. I just don't want to spoil it for anybody because, mm. like, in like Disney sees the adventure. Oh, here, here I am, Dave and I, right? <laughs> no. One thing I've heard is Aladdin is a car extended warranty salesman on this one. <laughs> wow. Is that right, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is how we get. But canceled. no, like I. <laughs> yeah. Um with the, with Aladdin they kind of drew in parallels from the movie or from the live action yeah. movie, sorry. So, but they had they had a person play the magic carpet and it, he was like an acrobat cool. and it was so it was so cool cuz they don't do that on the Broadway show which like you I totally get, but to to bring that as a character it, it was great. It like they Did all, they have to stop it all when you were Um for Little Mermaid they stopped after Poor Unfortunate Souls. Mhm. They stopped Aladdin right after, right before A Whole New World for us. Oh, or was right it after. because of stage issues? Technical I don't know. Issues, yeah. 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 They... Well, so I, I actually had the opportunity to meet a couple of the members of the cast. Ooh. Yeah. So I, when we were in Castaway Key, I see this lady, and I'm like, hi, were, were you in The Little Mermaid last night? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, were you Ursula? And so she was, and I was like so excited, and I like I like fangirled at her. And then um, we ran into, we, I met Ariel also, and Ariel, I believe, was also... Uh, Captain Red on Pirate Night. Yep, those okay. those things happen. Pretty yep. sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, we, my husband and I were trying to figure out who was Captain Red because he thought Ursula was Captain Red, but I no, it definitely wasn't Ursula. Okay. I was like, and so what? And that when we did karaoke the one night, uh, the girl that played Jasmine in the show was there at karaoke and sang. Oh, that's cool. I think a couple of the people from the show did karaoke that night. Yeah. Um, awesome. But uh, yeah, we did two karaoke's and we did a couple of like trivia's also. Pirate Night, they had a, like she she fronted a band like a yep. rock band. Yeah, and oh, it was it's awesome. So cool. The the, the, the character so interactions, cool the character interactions you get, and you know you do like you know you kind of see that crossover, and you're able to get to know them and talk to them and stuff like that. But you mentioned something, Kevin, that I want to get to really quickly because for Dave and I, this is something really special to us for Disney Cruise Line. And that's Castaway Key. Um, you know, yes. whenever you're able to go to Castaway, I, you can't quite explain it to people enough of the majesty and, and beauty that this island has um, and the way that Disney has been able to put its influence, you know, into the island without over disney it is, I guess, the best way I can put it. Um, that's a perfect way to put it. 
because yeah, you it, still it, have that you still have that little bit of, of of Disney on it, but it's Kevin. It's 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 a perfect 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 Caribbean adventure. It really was. I mean, we did a but like so it it did start storming in the middle of our Castaway Key Day, so we were cut a little bit short, but we still did everything we wanted to do. We rented bikes, and I highly recommend renting a bike at Castaway Key because we rode all the way to the to the the lookout post. Like we climbed up to like, the watchtower and like looked out over everything. Um, I I snorkeled, which I mean they put so many cool things under the water. Like the you know the Eric statue the Nautilus. Did you like find so Booze much, Door? Like, awesome stuff of your. Yes, yes, I love it. There's there's some really fun things, and it was one of those things that uh, Snorkel Lagoon used to literally have a Mickey statue for you to go find, and they've really mm-hmm. expanded that in the last uh, ten years or so at Castaway Key. Um, it's one of those wonderful things that like Castaway Key continues to grow. Um, did you get to go uh, down the water slides, Pelican Plunge? Yes, I didn't do. No, I didn't get to do that. Um, we we were really looking forward to going to um, Serenity, Serenity <laughs> Bay, and we got to eat there, but we didn't get to go on the beach because that was when it really started to storm hard. But if you're going to eat there and you don't have kids with you, that's yes, where it you is eat because they have marinated ribeye steaks. Hundred <laughs> percent. You absolutely nailed it, Cat. Having that experience, um, being able to go and cast away, you get off. There's characters. There's uh, the post office, you know, you have those epic shots of the Disney Wish in the distance. You know, you guys did the photo package, which is one of the smartest things you can mm-hmm. do when you go on a Disney cruise. I always say, for anyone that does a Disney vacation and doesn't do a photo package, you're doing your Disney vacation wrong because it's the best uh, souvenir you can take home. It's there's, it's not even close. And so I'm so glad you both did that because you do get those epic shots of the Wish from Castaway in the background with Goofy you know, standing there by the buoys, you know, and it's just, it's such an incredible time. Uh, take me a little bit through your day on Castaway, Cat, uh, and then I'll tell you a really good story about Dave and I and how we have kind of started something new at Castaway that we're hoping a lot of people catch on to and it'll continue. Um, so we actually, the night before, booked a, um, like a photo session at Castaway Key. Um, mm-hmm. So that was going to start at 1230. So like, I was like, I want to get there as soon as possible. Um, I'm a big beach person. I told you guys earlier I was a bit, I'm a big ocean person. Um, I could literally lay on the beach, read my book, um, get, go, go into the water like in and out all day, every day. Or, um, Eric is not a swimmer. Um, he just never learned how to properly swim. He can like kind of tread water a little bit, but he's just not a big a big swimmer, so he wasn't as excited as me for a day at Castaway. Um, we actually decided from, we watched YouTube vloggers as well and heard that it is colder, the water is colder on Serenity, Serenity Bay, so we decided mm. not to go to Serenity Bay, and I kind of wanted to be close to the snorkel um, lagoon because that was one, like my my goal in life is to snorkel and see a sea turtle. Like I just, I love sea turtles. Oh, okay. um, there is, there's like this joke that every adult has a, like a um, spirit animal that is placed all around their house and sea turtles is it for me. <laughs> um, so I just want to see one in the wild. My sister-in-law is the exact same. Uh, you know, so we just decided not to go to Serenity Bay. But while I was snorkeling at one point, Eric did the 5K, the Castaway 5K. And so he walked, he, he went to the lookout, he went up there. Um, I, to- I totally forgot that they had the ribeye steaks. And so now I'm like hitting myself for forgetting that. 
Um, but it was, they were, they, if it makes you feel better, Kat, they were really good. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, so much better. <laughs> they are. And they even ask you, how do you want it? It's like the perfect Oh, it's just spectacular. Beyond perfect. It's really the best the, the, part the of a vacation. Like, yeah, it's like, honestly, if I didn't make it out there, there'd be something wrong. Uh, the fun thing, too, you know, um, is a little backstory, Kev, about uh, the Castaway Key 5K is that um, the person who created it has never ran a day in their life, too. Really? And so it's a really That's really not true. Point. He's just stirring the pot, so I tell a quick story. Um, the person who came up with the idea has never Stop ran a day it. in their life and is probably one of the most unathletic people you ever meet, uh, ever. Um, so Cliff, we can talk about Cliff that Cliff Notes' version bit. is that uh, I uh, and a friend uh, actually started that whole event. Uh, yeah, wow. uh, on the Disney Wonder about ooh, yeah fourteen or so years ago we were, um, <laughs> and a friend of mine was like it was his idea and I was opposed to it and he was like we're going running, um, and yeah we <laughs> ended up getting off the ship early and going out and setting out a five k course on the island which has now been adopted by the company so um, pretty crazy my friend and I Jay. I, I rode bikes past all the yeah, people. And, that, and, so. and that is a great way to do it. I am all about it. <laughs> well, and what uh, I was going to say, what I really like about it um, is that before it was like a scheduled time that you to do the Castaway mm-hmm. 5K, mm-hmm. but now you just have to yeah. walk. Like you can just walk it so anytime. Better. So much better because then you can get your get your spot on the beach, and then you can walk it if you want to. Well, I want to I want to chat just a second because Dave and I we've created something fun, and I hope that we can include everybody. So if you're going on Disney Cruise, make sure to post on the site because what we did was Dave was on board the week before me, and so Dave hid something on Castaway Key buried, and then gave me a scavenger hunt to go find it. Oh, how cool! And then when I got on on Castaway Key a couple days later, I was able to go and find it but here's the thing somebody's not good with his oh. instructions so i was digging under the wrong tree for like 20 minutes <laughs> and there's like these crowds of people just gathering because you obviously made it and such a discreet event as well that like um, didn't make yeah. it discreet at all yep <laughs> started bringing in cast members and all i mean just everybody i'm like let's do it we're gonna find this together and uh, ended up finding it, and now it's gone uh, on. Um, now, Rick um, Reagan, the Reagans hid something. Hid an incredible yeah. treasure chest for me and my daughters to find on the, on on the island. Like it's uh, it's turning into a thing in DDP today. So, cat, we were a week apart. You, we no, could have done this. Should have done it. There you go. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's it's just a blast. You know, something real simple uh, that you can do with you know your Disney community if you just chat a little bit. Um, before we get to picks of the week, one of our favorite things, I want to ch- I want to just kind of close up your Disney cruise. Uh, you know, that final night, you guys got to do your first Disney cruise, and you're realizing that it's coming to an end. Kev, you chatted a second, with, you know, we were off the show about the fact that you made that decision immediately to just say, I'm on board. Like, this is it. Like, I am a Disney cruise person now, and I'm ready to go ahead and book the next one. So I'm guessing you did your placeholder, and you have to uh, – you have to go in and, and pack your bags and all that. So take me through kind of that last evening. And we actually did not do the placeholder on the oh, ship. Oh, come on. Yeah, Rookie mistake. No, like, I know, I know. It, it was. It's more like, I, like my fiance and I, we knew we wanted to do it, but we were talking about, like, December. Oh, let's do a Christmas one, like, next December. And um, But instead, 
we were going to go to Disneyland in yeah. April for my birthday. And she was like, well, do you want to go for your birthday instead? I said, yes, yes, 100%. I want to do that instead. So uh, we just we weren't 100% sure yet. So we booked it a little bit more off off that. But I actually I didn't do like the put your bags outside the door to like I just carried my bag off the ship because I was like, I don't, can. I, don't yeah. I was like, I don't need another like hurt because, you know getting off the ship i'm just like okay like it's over i don't want to like mingle like like you know sit around and watch them getting the ship ready for the next people that don't deserve it <laughs> so <laughs> this is my ship room 7000 was mine um but yeah it was just there's such like a you almost feel like you're walking through like a portal to another dimension or like back to your home dimension as you mm-hmm. like step off the ship and you know, you, you start to think back on all the memories you made, the, the 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 most wonderful things, the tragic things you saw. Like when we got on the ship past security, like you're not allowed to bring food through security. Apparently, yeah. Some there were literally ten to twenty Gideon's boxes in the trash on the other side. Somebody somebody went to Gideon's. They bought out the whole store because they felt like they were going to have Gideon's the entire time, and nope. <laughs> You they were all that. in the garbage. And so like you, you just start going through like a slideshow of the trip in your head, I think. And like as I was waiting to like go back through immigration to like come back onto American soil, that was what was going on. It was kind of like it was kind of the last episode of Scrubs when JD has like the the flashbacks of like or the flash forwards and it, it's like this like clip show just playing in my head. I get your how reference. Amazing it was and <laughs> yep the first my first thought was just when can we do this again how quickly can i get back on a ship because i was hooked i was just there it, it's uh it's an amazing experience it is disney it's absolute best cat it's it's hard to say goodbye um after that first cruise and i mean it gets harder i'm not gonna lie it gets harder every single time you sail because you start to find these nooks and crannies in the ship you haven't seen and these experiences you haven't done and you start to learn tips and tricks you ha- you know maybe didn't know before and maximize your cruise, and it really is it really is hard to say goodbye that to person. quote a former captain of mine, he used to say that one hundred percent of people leaving a cruise ship feel better if they have their next cruise booked, so you should look into that mm-hmm. for next time, Kevin, to make sure that you you yeah. feel better about it. I think we misunderstood it because I think we thought that the placeholder was only for a seven day cruise oh no it's for anything nope. No. Okay, and it's for two years. We, and we, if you... we misread something then. Yeah, so Kev, it's two years, and if so, you put down two fifty. You it holds you a place for the next two years. Book it at any time. Um, okay. I can get all, into all the details there too. But then after yeah. two years, if you don't use it, you get your money back. But so. No harm, no oh. foul. Uh, yep, Cat. Uh, before we get to picks of the week, just your closing words on your cruise. How it was? I will say that I I I did love the Disney cruise. But I want to, um, I want, I want, it would have been better experiencing it with the girls. Um, I, mm. I think it's different when you have kids, when you've seen um, the, when you've seen the magic of Disney World in their eyes. And so I, I, mi- I missed, I just feel like it would have been more magical with them. Um, but I really did enjoy it. Like we, um, we are definitely set on coming on another cruise. We want to wait until um, Amelia is out of diapers. Um, so that is the only reason why we're not do, um, why we didn't do the placeholder because we don't know if she'll be out of diapers in two years. Um, hmm. Probably, but we just weren't we just weren't one hundred percent positive. Yes, and if you need any tips the- on that, Kat, you let me know. I've done cruises with small children of varying ages and 
what works, what doesn't work, and when is the the best time to start uh, that next that next cruise and the next introduction to bring them onto it. One one thing I'll I'll say to kind of like expand on much what Katja said is. If you're thinking about like, oh, I don't know about bringing my kids because I really want to explore the adults area. No, it's it's nothing like the the adults area of the wish is just it's nothing like it was. There was the one complaint I had about the ship was the adults area was the the infinity pool is so small. And and it was so, so cold. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The one time I like I like tried to go in there. I was like, nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. So, yeah, I didn't love the adults area, but everything else was wonderful. I, I could imagine, like, having kids on there would be great. And the kids that – people are like, oh, weren't there kids everywhere? I was like – Not really. I, honestly, I feel like most of the kids yeah. were in the kids' clubs. Yeah. And the kids yeah. that weren't in the kids' clubs were talking about yeah. the kids' clubs. The kids' clubs are incredible. Well, and the thing, too – the thing, too, Kev, is, like, it's one of those things, like, I travel with my daughter half the time, and the other half is just me and Katie, you know, going. And you can make a Disney cruise an adult vacation. Like, you, you can you – can, other than going to main dining, but if you go to the later dining, it's a little easier. But other than like the dining rooms, and then if you're around the main pool, you can set yourself apart. You can go to you know the cafes, you can go to uh, the the nightclub areas, you can do all that, and you can make an adult uh, um, vacation out of a Disney cruise. And there it's are not- adults only events like trivia, adults only yeah. trivia, adults yeah. only karaoke. Um, I will also say like as far as the pools go, the Chippendale pool. Cat, did you find the Chippendale pool? We did. That that was my spot Empty. because it was so far removed from everything else. It's like toward the, it's in the front of the ship, I think. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Um, and it's it's like it's so it's a regular pool for everybody, but it's so far removed that nobody really knows it's there. And that's what I love uh, what Justin was saying. There are those nooks and crannies that you're going to find. These things that make you happy. These moments. These places. And and that's that's the beauty of a Disney cruise. It's just like any part of Disney. We find those places in the parks, and we can find those places on board as well. And. Uh, as we've discussed throughout the episode, um, whether we're relaxing by the pool, exploring Castaway Key, or stopping to meet uh, some of our world-famous Disney characters on board, there are always plenty of opportunities to take some photos, and there's a great place to post them. It is our DDP Today uh, Facebook page, which brings us to our favorite part every week, which is, of course, Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the week, our favorite thing. I'm so excited. Look, as our guest today, I'm going to start with Kat. Who do you got? Picks of the week. Um, so I am. Uh, I love Rick Reagan. He posted, when your cast member discount is 40% and you go into creations for one ornament, dot, 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 dot. And he has his family <laughs> and they are all holding not just Disney Park bags. They are all huge and filled. Um, and I definitely uh, would do the same thing. 40% discount is awesome. When I was an annual Sorry. pass holder and it was uh, 20%, like... I definitely use that too. So that 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 is exactly what I would do, Rick. <laughs> um, yeah, I tell you what, Reagans are so amazing. I was just at their house a couple weeks ago, and they know my affinity for baths and how much I enjoy a nice bath. And I walk in, and there's a welcome basket, and it has all Disney bath bombs in there. It's like it's like ten Disney bath bombs in the thing. So just rock. Uh, don't shake Rick, your head at me. Rick dude. reached out to me the other day because he found the. Um, 
the Epcot um, Canada hockey jersey at oh, uh, Cast cool. Connection. But yeah. I, I he so he was like, please tell me you, you 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 know you already have this or whatever. And I was like, yeah, actually, I, I did already have it. But he had already bought like he had already bought one for me. I was like, oh no, now you have two. Uh, but I paid full price for it. <laughs> so if only I, had more I was patient. worried that. He's I was nicest. worried that Rick bought you bath bombs, Kevin, and you'd be like, I don't need these. What is this? This is awkward. Though. If Kevin... No, but let me you know what? You one one thing ahead, Rick did get for me that like, I'm still in awe of, I haven't actually gotten it from him yet because we haven't hung out in person yet. He got me a, a hockey puck that Team Canada hit out mm-hmm. of the, like, off the ice at the Olympics. That's cool. So I have no words. I have no words. That is awesome. That is so. I like cried. I like cried. That is so cool. When we do Via Napoli in January, Kev, um, I'll make sure that Rick's available and we'll go together. Um, Please, Kevin, uh, have you done your picks of the week? No. Nope. Yeah. Um, so I like Lee Perkins' uh, picture. She has a a a really nice picture of. the Tower of Terror, like looking up at it with the Christmas lights on it, and she said, "If this would have been Halloween weekend, it could have been a spooky pick, but it was taken eleven five. And I think the way that they light the Tower of Terror is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite transformations Disney does, and I think this captured it from a very unique angle. And uh, yeah, I was just very taken. I was by just that scrolling part. through that. I think she must be in the courtyard of Lightning McQueen." From the angle of it, mm-hmm. if, yeah, that, it's possible. if that works, if that makes sense, that I was looking at it going, I think mm-hmm. that must be where she is. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Russell Thornton. Um, had a couple of different posts and uh, posed a question, but um, posted a picture, uh, a few pictures of a daddy daughter day uh, that he'd shared on his personal wall and um, shared it in our group just so that we got an opportunity to see uh, him exploring with his daughter. Um, when I get the chance to take my girls to Disney, it's obviously a big deal um, to be able to take a few moments and uh, capture those photos as well. And absolutely loved Russell's uh, shout out to his little girl uh, right there on the DDP Today page. Justin, that's what it's all. That's what it's all about. I'm gonna go with Susan Martell. I uh, said I'm doing some Christmas shopping for my little ghost hunter here. He's obsessed with a haunted mansion, but she was having a hard time finding some Christmas gifts. Uh, for her uh, her toddler preschooler and of course the DDP today family stepped up posted a bunch of stuff that she could find online uh, to fill that need and so that's what it's all about making those memories of all the things that we love at Walt Disney World uh, look DDP today family uh, absolutely love 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 uh, seeing you guys get online interact be a family it's so positive if you're not haven't joined yet please go today join DDP today family uh, over on Facebook podcast family over on Facebook also Right below, click that link. We're still raising money for Give Kids the World. As of right now, we've raised almost $7,000 for Give Kids the World. We are going to hit that $10,000 mark, and we will do it before December 31st. We will send two families to Disney at no cost to them, and they'll be able to enjoy seven days to where they don't have to worry about the stress in their life. They can create those memories we talk about all the time. And you guys are the ones that do that. We appreciate you guys, your generosity. Share that link with your friends, your families, your coworkers, and let's raise the money and send these kids to Disney. Uh, also, I will be down in the parks. I was talking about with Kev. I'll be there marathon weekend. A lot of our DDP Today Sorcerer running family team is going to be down there. Uh, make sure to get on, cheer them on as they prepare for marathon weekend. I'll be down there cheering them on and uh, celebrating our Give Kids the World uh, charity that we have been working on so, so hard. And last but not least, before we get into some closing remarks, we have made the announcement uh, on the last episode that July the 14th through the 17th, we will have our third annual DDP Today trip, the DDP Today Disneyland family vacation. We're heading out west. This is a redo 
from 2020 where COVID took away our Disneyland vacation. We had over 70 people booked uh, to go out to Disneyland to hang out, create memories. If those of you know, we were at Royal. We actually did a Royal Caribbean cruise this past year. We had a ton of people. Absolute blast. We've done a Disney cruise. Uh, had an absolute blast. So it's awesome to head out to the West Coast, see a lot of our West Coast uh, people that always come east to see us. And we're excited to be there. We are going to walk in Walt's footsteps and do so much more out in Disneyland July the 14th to the 17th. Get a hold of us. Show at awaywithmetravel.com. And we will get you booked right away for that experience. Uh, guys, I am so excited. And I am so thankful to have the three of you all in my life. Um, for the fact that I can share with you all a passion that I have. And I know something that you're passionate with too. And that's Disney Cruise Line. Um, so I want to come to you first, Kat. Closing words. And thank you so much for being here. Um, I just want to thank you for letting me come in here. Um, I, w- I did. I asked you if I could do an extra show talking about the Disney Wish just as a first-time cruiser. So thank you for do- um, doing that. Um, it was great talking with you, Kevin, too, and catching up and learning about our um, our differences and opinions on on the Disney on the Disney Wish. Um, definitely going to be cruising again. Um, so I am really excited to see what the future holds for our Disney cruise vacations. I absolutely love it. Uh, if you go check out Cat right now, uh, DDP Today uh, News with Cat. Uh, check that out. She's got all the newest stuff coming out with Disney News. Kev, um, you know, it's funny to say, man, we've known each other now for going on five years. It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, I remember yeah. when I would listen to Disney podcasts, uh, Two Men in the Mouse was a staple for me. And I always, you know, before I ever knew you personally, uh, I would listen weekly, and I would listen to you and Pete and your adventures, and you know the way you approached life and approached Disney was really, really uh, positive. You know, a lot of shows can come at it in such a negative viewpoint, but you guys always brought the fun and brought the family and brought uh, um, you know the positivity to the show, and I appreciate you for that. And then now that we've become friends, I appreciate the way you approach life as well, uh, and being able to spend time with you. You know, our busy schedules we don't always communicate as often as I would like or as you would like. You know, we kind of all go our thing, but whenever we come back together, I uh, really appreciate the fact that. We can jump right back in and do this. Um, 100%. DDP Today family, if you've not done it, I don't know what you're waiting for. Two Men in the Mouse is legitimately one of the greatest, not only Disney podcasts, but podcasts out there. Fun. I mean, it, it is inf- – like inf- you do Disney news in a, in a fantastic way. It's informative. Um, <laughs> Inconsistently. The relationship, <laughs> it's a, the relationship you and Pete have is amazing. Um, and so please plug Two Men in the Mouse, but also closing words, man. Uh, so good to see you. I can't wait to see you in January. I, I just want to thank you for for having me on because I mean, you know, you 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 give me far too much credit a lot, and, and you tell me that you know I inspired you to do this. You inspire me to keep doing this because, you know, I I will admit that like my my life gets so crazy because I do like a million and one things. I'm a, you know I'm a full time author. Um, you know, like I'm writing book. I have to, I try I have to turn. I have to turn around an eighty thousand word book every single month. So my schedule gets very filled very quickly. And whenever I interact with you guys, whenever I get to come on this show, you reignite my love for doing this, and you make me just immediately want to like text Pete and be like, "We got to do this more," because you know. The chief complaint about Two Men and the Mouse, and it is a justified complaint, and it is entirely on me, is that the show has been too inconsistent the last couple of years. You know, uh, we're sometimes only posting once a month. You know, it's. But I look at this, you know, thing that you guys have done and that you've created, and it just it inspires me to want to be better and 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 you know jump back into my passion. And I thank you so much for that. And uh, uh, Dave, great meeting you. I mean, like. 
you've already become one of my favorite people now and cat we need to hang out again because that we cat and i hung out in person at disney it was epic we had such a good time um so yeah thank you and you know disney cruise i never thought i'd be a disney cruise person i always thought i was very set in my ways i was walt disney world and kind of never wanted to go beyond that bubble but when you push your boundaries and you try something new like this and you and you open yourself up to new experiences and you let these things in it can create something truly magical that you never expected. And that was what I found with Disney Cruise. I made such wonderful, wonderful memories with my fiance. And we're going to make a lot, lot more, you know, in the future, you know, cruising with Disney. So thanks, Kev. That's uh, that's put very, very well. Dave, closing words, brother. It's so good to see you, man. Hey, I've had a couple of episodes away, but it was great to be back for this one. Uh, something that's near and dear to my heart and uh, a great opportunity to then talk about something that I wasn't overly familiar with. We've he- heard a lot of feedback from uh, different points of view. Uh, some people who are very accustomed to Disney Cruise Line have said Disney Wish is a different experience and they weren't prepared for it. Um, it, it hasn't necessarily got um, rave reviews um, uh, from all angles like they were possibly hoping for but it's wonderful to be able to look at a ship through new eyes through people that went in without expectations um, to say this is a remarkable experience you will be blown away um, be open to it um, don't go in expecting uh, a dream fantasy wonder or magic cruise uh, the triton class ships are their own beast and they're going to do things a little differently and as long as you go in open to it there's some great experiences to be had um some amazing um performances on the stage some uh some great design elements and apparently some amazing food at what we have dubbed mickey's backyard barbecue so um like we've got to go looking for all of these things uh now that we uh know what to look for on the wish so uh thank you to the two of you for coming in uh sharing your experiences um and letting us uh see it from the from your point of view um and it, it was uh a different type of review to uh some of the ones that I've listened to and I really appreciate and enjoy that as well. So, uh, and yeah, I, I know Kat is counting down the days like, and trying to figure out when she's next going to get back there. And Kevin already is, uh, planning the next time he's going to be back at Castaway Key. So welcome to the Castaway Club. Yes. Yep, you, it's, it's very easy to fall in love with, uh, DDP today family. I hope you enjoy this. It's so great to see everybody on tonight. Have an amazing week. Spread some cheer. Make someone smile. Smile yourself. Be positive. Okay? Have some fun. We appreciate you. We love you. Have an amazing week, and we will see you real soon. Have a good one, everybody. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the wonder And that's a wrap.
This has been YDF Media Productions.